0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation, second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett. And the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. Kids and their devices these days.
1: You know, that's such a common frustrated declaration of parents and grandparents. What's behind that helpless outburst? Is it fear? Fear? Anger, confusion, alienation, maybe some of all of those. We know our culture has changed dramatically, and I wonder if we are being alienated from our kids by their obsession with social media, video gaming, and pornography. It's so prevalent in our culture today. Has the Internet captured the minds and eyes of our vulnerable youth? Are we helpless to do anything about it? Today's guest says, yes, it's a big issue. But no, we're not helpless. So let's talk about it. Today's topic is called What Kids Really Want and How Grandparents Can Help Provide It. You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life. I want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission in this entire radio program is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. In studio today is Chuck Hagley, Executive Director of Project Patch. And uh, you may not know from its title, but what they focus on is it's a youth and family ministry dedicated to restoring hope to those in trouble. Their focus is at-risk youth and struggling families. They have a residence program, education, training, and family building events. Chuck is a frequent speaker on topics and challenges that youth and families deal with. Again, the title for today is What Kids Really Want and How Grandparents Can Help Provide It. So Chuck, thanks so much for coming in today and welcome to Second Half
2: Now. Hey Thanks, Dan. It's great being here.
1: We got lots to cover because I think in our audience, everybody has kids or grandkids or those that they know and care about that are kind of wrapped up in this current uh, digital media uh, generation. And, uh, in fact, you told me uh, on the phone that uh, about, I asked the question how many hours uh, the research shows that a typical youth is on their device. What is that on a daily basis?
2: Well, it's interesting because if you look at, like, two- to eight-year-olds, the average is coming in at almost four hours. And, two-
1: to eight-years-old? Yeah, two- to eight-years-old is four hours. Four hours?
2: And then, if you take a, a you know up to teenage years, they're calculating up to nine hours. Yeah. What's a little confusing about this though is that it might not be nine hours. They might be doing three different things at the same time, and they're counting all those. Oh, okay. Um, but even for the younger kids, I mean, if you look at the youngest kids right now, maybe half that times on television, like like okay. maybe we're used to, is, is kids watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even now, when kids watch TV, they watch it on demand. They watch it with with you know skipping the channels, and and so it's more technological, more intense TV time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're on these devices yeah. um, all the time. Yeah,
1: and I guess our conversation, what I'd like to uh, kind of frame it is. We can throw up our hands and say, well, what do you do, right, and, and give up and surrender, surrender our kids, actually, and our grandkids to this, you know, sometimes it's perceived as a monster, you know, that's got a hold of our kids, but we want to be proactive. We want to be informed, and that's, first of all, I want to get up to speed on the challenges that are, you know, for today's teens and families, uh, the, this world of technology. Uh, we talked about the screen time. Thank you. What about? I, I want to ask a question about adults just as a little side issue here. What's the average screen time for an adult? I mean, of course, some of that's at work, you know, doing stuff, you know, in Excel and Word and, you know, emailing and stuff like that.
2: You know, I I tried to look at that. And and yeah, because of work and and some of those things, they can be up to 12 hours, which is that's, you know, social work, all those kind of things tied together. Yeah. Um, The sad thing that I think we just need to look at, though, is that we're we're looking at this from our first generation. There has been technology. Well, there's been technology for years, but for the kids, this is their this is the first generation that we're raising in the internet That's their world as their world right and for even the parents is that we've had technology but our technology might have been different yes you know and we've especially looking at internet related right. technology yeah, we're living exactly. at a time that that it's easy to turn it on right but it's very hard to turn it off. yes you know yeah. there there's devices how many devices do we have right um, can we point. even buy a my father-in-law wants a dumb phone yeah it's hard to buy a dumb phone.
1: I had somebody ask me that the other day, and he said, I'd love to have a flip phone, an old Razor. <laughs> and I said, I have one. You can have it. I'll bring it. So, And they don't want all that stuff. I mean, that's in my generation. But speaking mm-hmm. of technology, I mean, I go back to before TV, not just color TV. And you know, if you wanted to change the channel, when we got our black and white, you had to get up off the couch and go and actually turn that knob or adjust the rabbit ears. Or something. So, but it's a it's a whole it's a whole new generation. And I appreciate you bringing that up because you know we can we can look at this. We can say our kids are being sucked into this. No, they were born into it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's all around them. It's in their social groups. It's it's the expectation of their peers because everybody's
2: there. Yeah, and that's part of what I'm really concerned about is that from a let's just say a, 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 someone has alcohol alcohol problem. Yeah. You can live your life without alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you can live in sobriety and never never touch a drop right. and, and live a, a full and complete life. Right. Technology, especially if someone's got a technology addiction or a compulsion, yeah. You have to use it. Yeah. But you know, so it's it's not, it's not one of those things that we have to figure out how to use it. Similar to if, if people have had struggles with eating, mm-hmm. you, you have to eat for the rest of your life. Right. And technology isn't one of those things that we can do without, but we have to. And this is, I think, the key point is is we use the text from John 10.10 over and over. The okay. thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, yeah, yeah. but I've come that you might have life. Yeah. And part of that is, is what we have to look at is that there is an abundance right now for our kids. Technology has all sorts of good yes. things with it. yes. But if our kids don't own that off switch, if they can't turn it off, and even for us adults, if mm-hmm. we can't turn it off, then we're we're slaves to the device. Exactly. You know, and that's not that's not what's what what God has intended yeah. for us.
1: And in our short minutes today we can't solve the big issue, <laughs> but it's it's I think it's healthy to have that recognition and realization that there are some things that if left unchecked, uh, they'll just they'll carry us away and our grandkids and our kids and everybody, right? Because there's a matter of intention there. Maybe we can spend a moment on that. Because we're talking about, is it BJ or JB Fogg, F-O-G-G, and some of his work? Uh, Can you just touch on that a little bit about the intention of people as they design video games and different kinds of technology that they're reaching to the kids?
2: Well, I think it's a fascinating time that we live in right now. In the past, if someone had a book and they they were writing a book, you end the chapter with a a tease with a the- tease to try to keep people reading. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays we live in a highly engineered environment, especially when it comes to video games, social media, some of these things are yeah. highly engineered and highly psychologically engineered. Yes. In order to to get the behavior that the the right. designer wants. Right. And for a video game, that'd be continued to play, that'd be purchases in the game, that would be, you know, right. sharing content. For right. for social media, it'd be engagement. And so people like um BJ Fogg are psychologists phd psychologist stanford university highly Mm -hmm. credentialed Mm -hmm. and what they've done is that they've got a persuasive tech lab it's got a brand new name to it but it's what they've done is persuasive technology and Mm -hmm. on the good side it's things like fitbit that keep us exercising yeah Yeah. on the negative side what they've discovered is that they can change behavior by making things that used to be hard easier Mm -hmm. by getting our psychological motivators higher And then adding triggers, adding trigger after trigger to to try to get behavior change. Yeah. And so, to me, the the fact that our kids are stuck in video games, or that these social media, they play it so much, or they're on it so much, it's because it's designed to do that way. And in a essence, it's designed to exploit their weaknesses. Wow,
1: it's really helpful for grandparents and parents, any parents that are listening to, um, to understand that it's not just that the kid is weak or just you know has a has an interest in that, a, a, a compulsion or a, or an obsession. It's designed to get their minds that way. And you were talking a bit uh, before we started about the frontal lobe and the brain development, about uh, some of these things that are really we we're, we're, we're kind of set up for that. You know it's by intention. and and a lot of that is uh, so that the designers and the programmers can monetize. That behavior, right? So, they, they, there's a profit
2: motive yeah. there. Well, and it's interesting is that most of us know some things we have to do. How many of us know we have to exercise more? Yeah. We right. know we need to balance right. our checkbook. But it's right. emotion that gets us off the couch. Yeah. When we see that picture of ourselves yeah. and, and we – So, emotion is, is what moves us into yeah. action. Yeah. And when you look at how, how these devices are, are working with the kids, they're hitting their limbic system, their emotions, their yeah. memory – yeah. And, and that they're firing off emotions. Yeah. They say that Facebook actually can in real time tell whether kids are feeling through their pictures, through the, the things that they're writing, whether okay. they're feeling despondent, whether yeah. they're feeling lonely, whether they're feeling isolated, mm-hmm. whether they're feeling down about themselves, mm-hmm. insecure. Mm-hmm. So here's the question that, that we pose to, to kids and adults how does Facebook want you to feel? Mm-hmm. What is wow. the most profitable yeah. point that yeah. you're yeah. in for them? And my right. guess is it's not happy right It's probably not yeah. confident. Okay, that,
1: that's yeah, that's a good point, point. and we could spend hours talking about this. And I, I really appreciate your knowledge, and your being up to speed and aware of all this, because this is what this is your world. This is where you work. You have kids at home, and you also uh, deal with Project Patch with a lot of kids that have various kinds of struggles and parents and families. So let's touch a little bit on social media and online interactions. I mean, I there was a thing on the news recently about a 12 year old girl that committed suicide because of online bullying. And we think, gosh, could this possibly be happening? And yes, it is happening. Can you speak to that a little bit?
2: Well, what the statistics say is that the kids that are using social media the most mm-hmm. are feeling the most lonely, the most anxious, the most depressed. As a direct correlation. Uh, and it's not necessarily that it causes that, but the okay. kids that are using it the most. And and so what I say is it's not helping. Okay. And it's probably hurting. Right. Right. And so there's a lot of kids. I mean, when you look at loneliness, let's just take that right now on its yeah. own. There's a study that was done out of BYU that says that loneliness increases your, your likelihood of early death by 14%. Mm. That's a higher percentage than obesity. Wow. And okay. so loneliness is, is yeah. an epidemic that's hitting us. And, and there's so many kids that are feeling lonely right now, um, even from a child that wants to take their parents' phone away. Um, there was an interesting study that done is that there's 70-some percent of parents that wish their kids would use their phones less. There's over 50% of kids that said they wish their parents would use their phone less. Mm. You know, so when you look yeah. at at connection, social media promises a connection, but there's a lot of people out there using it that are longing for something more authentic, something yes. deeper, something something that values them and lets them that lets them feel seen and, and alive. Yeah, that's
1: what I want to get into too about what they're missing out on yeah. when they and isn't it kind of counterintuitive when we think that technology and social media that um, obstensively you know, is is to to connect people and to build relationships, even though it's, you know, it's digital or it's online, but it actually is creating a higher level of loneliness. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, and, and on a basic level, there is a lot of good that can come of it. I'm not anti-technology. Right. But what right. we're seeing is that, and we're seeing that there's, you know, the big effect of it is that there's a lot of kids isolating. There's a lot of kids confused. Yes. Um, one thing that we see is, is even this fear of missing out. Yeah. So, constant anxiety that i'm missing out on on either responding to a friend that needs a response or that that people aren't seeing Um, there's you know close to 50 percent of kids that say they've posted something online and when they're not getting the likes they'll remove it just because they'd rather you know they just would rather take it away than not have people responding yeah they don't want Um, the rejection but can you imagine spending your whole day where you're just wondering you know what are people thinking about me? What are people saying? Am I missing out on something important that's wow. funny that's happening? Or wow. am I missing out on the event that's happening? And so yeah. it's just this, this constant weight that's on, on some yeah. of the kids.
1: Good. That's a good time to switch to what are they missing out on that we know, that the higher value when we say what kids really want mm-hmm. and how grandparents can help provide it. Let's get into that, and we'll do that right after the break. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back.
0: Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503 926 one, one. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland? Then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November first, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 247 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 properties. It's not just your house, it's your home.
1: Want some wisdom about our upcoming election? Pastor Dale Ebel, founding pastor of Rolling Hills Church, has it for you. Go to secondhalfnow.com, hit the contact page, and put in the word election. And get that right into us, and we'll get that right out to you. And we also want to give a big shout-out and a thank you to our other sponsors. You heard those commercials, and I really want to encourage you to contact them. Uh, go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and go up on top to the Network tab, and that'll open up all of our uh, sponsors there. And there's clickable logos and links and all kinds of stuff. And if you have a need for any of the services or products that our sponsors are providing, I sure want to encourage you to consider them. And so in addition to the uh, commercials that you just heard, I also want to give a, a thank you to Bob Lum, uh, Integrity and Service for All Your Insurance Needs. Bob is my personal insurance guy, and I uh, can uh, recommend him any uh, time to anybody. So I also want to give thank you to Jackie B. Peterson with Better, Smarter, Richer. Uh, do what you love and earn an income doing it. Also kind of closely associated with that thought is Carmen Farmer, enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment in life. That sounds good, doesn't it? And then finally, Jay Tompkins, products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness. And We need that kind of stuff as we get up into our 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond, and that's kind of what this show uh, focuses on. And so, uh, because we don't sell anything on this show, we don't ask for donations, and our sponsors provide the show for you and for everyone. So, uh, do give them a, a, an opportunity. Check them out. Go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and go to the network tab up on the top, and uh, you can get more information about those sponsors. So, we are talking in studio with Chuck Hagley, Executive Director of Project Patch. And uh, he and they are committed to restoring hope to at-risk youth and struggling families. And our topic today is what kids really want, and how grandparents can help provide it. So, Chuck, let's go right to that. We've been talking about the uh, kind of the challenges of uh, the devices and the technology and everything, and let's deal with that. What do kids really want? We, we, before the break, you said that they're afraid of missing out on what their culture is doing and what people are saying about them, or you know, they don't want to go to school and say, oh, did you hear about it? No, I didn't. But what do they really want deep down inside? This is something that, that you really tune into.
2: Yeah, well, I think belonging is one of the most important things. Keyword: belonging. Yeah, belonging. Okay. I think they want to belong with their peer group, right? Which is interesting. So when they look at phones, they want the fanciest phones so their friends support them. But right. deeper than that, I right. I think that idea that they want to be they want to be in a relationship, they want to be seen. Um. So when I when I think about grandparents, when I think about deep significant relationships for the kids, it doesn't mean it's the only thing they want, but that mm-hmm. power of of being with someone that really cares for them that knows them is is so powerful. I want
1: to rewind that just a little bit. Some being with somebody that knows them and cares about them, right. because that's uh, the, a lot of the social media stuff is kind of surface level and it's kind of trendy and it's kind of what's hot and everything else. But what you're talking about is something deeper, and you're saying that there's a there's a there's a space in a kid's life where he wants and and needs uh, people who know. him. I'm just saying the gender yep. he, but they who know him or her. And care about them.
2: And here's the rub about that, though, is that just because that's the need, yeah. most likely the kid's going to have a really hard time asking for that need yes. or feeling comfortable being in that point of vulnerability. Okay. And so, where we say that need is there, just because that need's there, for you to go as a, as a grandparent and sit down with your kid is like, I'm here to meet your need of belonging. Right. It doesn't work that doesn't way. Work. So, it really works in in pretty simple ways Is is what we really see is that kids thrive around having someone spending time with them okay spending time um, so with So time you. is time is a real powerful gift and and the challenge behind that is that our kids are so used to their phone devices that yes. a lot of grandparents are like well I can't even spend time with them because they ignore me the whole time. Yeah. And so what we're really looking at is that how, what would it look like in order to get your kids into the authentic rather than these these device mm-hmm. these device type relationships yeah. the real. Yeah. And so when we look at at what our challenge for for kids is is that what tech offers is a fast and easy yeah. approach to right. to almost everything in life. Right.
1: And, and for those purposes, it does satisfy. Correct. Or at least it, the perception of satisfaction, right? That's on the surface level.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. for example, music. If you want music, fast and easy music is turning yeah. on the radio. Yeah. But... But real authentic music is is you playing music, singing music, performing music. Yeah. That's not fast. That's not easy. Right. But that's much more soul nourishing and, and positive. Yes. Unless you have a really horrible voice, then you might want to just right. play the radio. Right. Um, but when we look at the power of a child and a and a person relationship is those aren't built fast and easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's no technology answer for technology. What we have to look at is what is the authentic thing that we're trying to build. Um, one of the things that i find interesting is that you have all these kids playing these video games about building stuff yeah you know so they're off building digital virtual worlds. stuff and yeah correct so minecraft is is that sort of game yeah and so but you know what would it be like if you've got a kid in a workshop you know building something Mm -hmm. that actually they can impact that they can hold that they can look at Yeah, you know that's takes longer it's more frustrating but it's much more satisfying yeah. and it's relationship building because yeah. if you're doing something together building something right um a craft a, a meal um a song all those things are relationship enriching yeah. not easy right but but relationship enriching and, and also provide that time that that leads to belonging and the sense of belonging. so
1: the classic you know uh being with grandma in the kitchen baking cookies
2: yeah right? fantastic yeah it's old as the hills, right? But
1: that's the power of that relationship and building something together. And here's the Talking.
2: trick. Here's the trick. If you're mixing the cookie dough and their hands are covered in cookie dough, yeah, can they be holding a phone? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, what, what we're looking at, and Andy Crouch has a beautiful book, really recommend people to take a look at it. It's called TechWise Home by Andy Crouch. TechWise Tech Tech Family, Home. excuse me, TechWise okay. Family okay. by okay. Andy Crouch. Um, Andy's um, it's written with Barna Research, so really good research okay. tied in with it, really good statistics about what's happening with mm-hmm. families. But what Andy's saying is that let's take the authentic and put it into the center of our lives and let's put the technology on the fringes. Yeah. And so from a creativity, their art table, their music, their puzzles, their interactive things are front and center, but their T V, their technology is, you know, in a different room, it's hard to get to. Um, and I think that's where, where, if we can engineer our time and space with our kids, we're going to see better results.
1: Believe it or not, we're about out of time, Chuck. Wow. As time goes so fast, can you come back another time? I'd love to. Okay, so let's mention a couple of resources that
2: people could track down. Andy Crouch, C-R-O-U-C-H? Correct, C-R-O-U-C-H, okay. TechWise Family. Um, another good resource for some parents, for grandparents that are looking for information, um, protectyoungminds.org. They have a great book called Good pictures, bad pictures, and, of course, our website, projectpatch.org. We'd love to be a resource that that helps you with this journey.
1: And I highly recommend projectpatch.org. Lots of stuff there. And if you don't find what you're looking for, give them a call. Send them a contact. You have a contact page, right? So uh, what kids really want and how grandparents can help provide it. Chuck Hagley, Executive Director of Project Patch. Chuck, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and you've got lots more. So, uh, if you, listener, if you have questions about today's topic and have some suggestions about other guests or topics, let us know. Go to secondhalfnow.com and hit our contact page and just uh, give, us, give us your feedback. Um, and then you can receive our show on a regular weekly basis. We'll uh, just show up in your inbox once a week. So, I want to thank you for listening today. This is Second Half Now, helping today's 50 plus American live a life that matters. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. We invite you to join us at the table again, because our shows are heard around the clock and around the world. They're all accessible. Go to uh, secondfnow.com and we've got a podcast tab there. And just keep searching around. There's a whole lot of stuff there. Chuck Hagley with Project Patch. And we were talking about what kids really want and how parents, grandparents, can help provide it. So that's it for us for now. Come back again. Listen to us on secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now.
0: You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for 2nd halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action, step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.